Howdy, craft beer lovers. I am Hop and Barrel co-founder Brian. Sitting next to me is co-founder Justin and super producer Casey. And this is the Hop and Barrel podcast brought to you by Blind Ninja Studios in beautiful western Wisconsin. Before we get started, we'd like to give a shout out to the Black Belt patrons Andy Thompson, Bjorn Bjornsson, Tyler Romanski, and Hop and Barrel. You can support Blind Ninja Studios on Patreon at patreon.com backslash Blind Ninja Studios or by following the Patreon link on the bottom of the homepage at blindninjastudios.com. Ladies and gentlemen, I am very happy to bring you episode one, the pilot episode of our podcast, which is going to include news and updates about the Hop and Barrel Brewery from November 22nd to December 6th, 2020, the best year ever. Uh, today we're going to talk about a new beer release at the brewery. And hey, Justin, have you ever been uh, served breakfast in bed by a lumberjack? Yes. Wild. Yeah. That's great. All right, let's let's dive right into the show. All right. Oh, so <laughs> oh, with the bell already. So it, no guests this week, but we do have Casey here, obviously. So I want to see Casey. What have you been up to, beer related? Uh, beer related lately. Producer um, Casey. Yeah. Besides doing uh, the Homebrew Bound podcast on oh, the Blind Ninja lovely. Studios Network, mm-hmm. um, I have. Uh, I mean, basically, just kind of hitting hitting a couple of local breweries. Um, you guys, Oliphant and Pitchfork, has kind of been my my game plan lately. So nice, cool. I've been uh, tweaking, working on some new recipes. Something um, we'll talk about a little later coming up. But working on a bunch of new things for the next few months and year coming ahead. Ooh, yeah, we have many many future topics that uh, we kind of came up with to uh, keep you guys in the know about what's going on at the brewery. Um, I guess myself, I put together a mixed six-pack for the first time in a really long time. I don't know what possessed me to do it. I just, I was looking at all the beer, and I was like, I don't want four of these. I don't want six of these. And so I, at the Luckies in Lakeland, I uh, threw threw a pack together, and I had a, uh, there was a Bach, and there was a uh, Victory Modelo in a bottle, which was interesting. And and grab that, and then um, a good old uh, uh, torpedo IPA from Sierra Nevada, and a couple other items. Um, and uh, gosh, what is the name? What is that brewery? Zyweki or Zyweek? Zyweek? It's Z Y W I E C. Yeah, I think you said it right like the third time. It'll work. One of yes. those has to be right. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, so yeah, in in on other news here uh, for the brewery, we decided to put a fire pit together, and uh, we got one of those. Uh, what do you even call it? A caramelization rod? You call it a murder it, stick? Have you seen the guy? It's it, heavy. Yeah, it's heavy. Like yeah, it's a cheap pickup, but it's mm-hmm. a heavy metal rod that looks like it's a lobotomy tool with a flat end. Yeah, so we've got a killer yeah. patio at the brewery, and we... And killer tools. And killer tools. Literally, <laughs> that's it. And, and and beer. What are you using the, no. the lobotomy <laughs> stick for? So the lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, joke, joking aside, it's kind of a cool thing. Um, they give Shells credit. They do a good job mm-hmm. in a lot of their events, and they, they bring it around to a lot of their events. But you throw it in the, throw it in the fire, get it hot, and then you introduce it to your beer and watch everything steam up real quick and it Ooh. just brings out a lot of caramelization flavors changes the profile totally some beers it's awesome on others it's not as awesome but you can try <laughs> some new things i mean some of the like ipa not the coolest way to go but some of them it's actually kind of interesting but um you know darker caramely beers it does a really cool job of drawing those sugary flavors out 
That's cool. kind of one of the neat, <clears throat> excuse me, parts about working at a brewery is that it was like Friday afternoon and everyone was <laughs> just jamming this hot poker and well, drinking beers and high fiving and chuckling. And then you know, Ethan, Ethan does Ethan, so he brings out like a flight of every beer and wanted to see how it was different all right. at once, so that you know, got a little. Candy. Well, that sounds fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but no, the fire pit's kind of a nice addition. Just trying to find a way to keep people outside yeah. and using the patio as long as we can. So we sawed up small barrels and got some wood and doing this for now. Oh, very cool. Yeah, this episode finds you down the road. Obviously, Minnesota has uh, bars and restaurants have been locked down. And so there's obviously an uptick in people. And we're just trying to find a way to kind of spread people out and stay safe yeah. in yeah. these here COVID times. Um, and wielding a hot poker will do that. <laughs> you just use the hot poker to ward off uh, <laughs> COVID. And drink plenty of beer. That too. A disclaimer, we do not know it wards off COVID. <laughs> yeah, we better do a disclaimer. So in uh, uh, other news, more brewery news, uh, we are uh, <laughs> releasing a new beer called Paul. Well, it's not, it's not new for us. It's new in cans. So we're going to be releasing Paul and Babe's Breakfast Ale, which we've got a few cans of here. We're going to go ahead and taste that now. So Paul and Babe's Breakfast Ale is, it's not a breakfast stout. You see stouts a lot, and as Justin's pouring this, it actually has kind of more of a, a almost a golden brown yeah, it's something, hue to it. You know, we, we purposely don't like saying it's based off a of blonde or amber because this is, I, I can say, the only beer we've made where we really didn't give a crap about what the base beer was. Yeah. We designed this around the flavors we wanted to end with, and then the the base beer ended up being secondary to that. So <laughs> The base beer was really just obviously very adjuncty, like, adjuncty, you know, bland. It'd probably be a type of blonde if you were going to call it, but it's pretty amber in color too, so... Ambery um, blonde. It's kind of kind of splits the difference between amber, <clears throat> amber and blonde, goldenish. Uh, but any anywho, the uh, the point between behind this beer was it, using more of a culinary approach to rep- recipe creation. So Justin had an idea in his head of what flavor he wanted out of this beer, and we he created the recipe around it. So it is has on the aroma side very much blueberry. This pop is the first thing that pops yep. out to me. Blueberry, I always get the blueberry pops out right away in the aroma. Mm-hmm. The first sip is when the maple, you don't get much in the aroma, but the maple kicks in pretty heavy, blends in the blueberry. And we have just enough coffee. It's about just enough. half as much as we usually use. And we found it rounded out real nicely. We were yeah. trying four or five different things, and it. We we're going to throw a couple other things at it, but the coffee alone just tied those flavors together really well. So this does taste like... A, a stack of blueberry pancakes. Yeah, no, it, it's if yeah. you like blueberry pancakes with syrup and just a wee bit of coffee. I don't know, man. This is a, a very the brewers achieved a really nice balance with this. So hats off to um, yeah. uh, the team. Comes in just a tad over seven percent, so mm-hmm. not not enough alcohol to really pick up, but just enough to kind of give it a little more body with the adjuncts they're using. It's a it's just a good, easy fall winter drinker. Man, and, th- and this is uh, uh, the first taste I've had of it out of the tank in a can. And we had it on draft way back. I, yeah. When did we release it? Funny story. It uh, The last time everything got shut down, it came <laughs> out a week after that. So we sold the first batch of this pretty proudly through basically crawlers. Um, and it went well enough. That's where, like, all right, we got to do this again and get it in cans. So this is, here we are. Yep. So you can see on the can there's... <clears throat> Well, you can't see it because you're listening. But yeah. <laughs> on the can is Paul Bunyan serving Babe the Blue Ox <laughs> breakfast in bed. And 
more hats off to graphic designer Julie for coming up with that weirdness. Because um, <laughs> you've got you've got the the ox is sort of like clasping her hooves, and like oh, you brought me breakfast in bed. So yeah, we like to bring a little just a tiny bit of weird to our labels because we're a little bit warped. <clears throat> yeah. In any case. Moving on, you well, well, I should say, where where can we get this? I guess lo- locally, uh, yep. in in you know the St. Croix County area, uh, Western Wisconsin to be sure, all the way out to Eau Claire potentially, um, and then in the Minnesota markets as well, everywhere except for the Twin Cities. So you got to kind of go out on the fringes to find this one. Uh, but yeah, check it out, Palm yep. Babes Breakfast Ale. I'd say it'll be about the week after Thanksgiving. We're we're rolling it out the day after. By the time it gets out to liquor store shelves, it'll be about two weeks away from them. Got it. Well, let's say first week in December for whenever, whenever you're listening to this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you are listening to this, it is November 22nd today. So that's where we're at. Um, yeah, moving on, a <clears throat> little bit of industry news. We were going to kind of touch on the can shortage today. So October 13th, I was on the phone with the can supplier and they said, you can have some more cans for October, but we might have to pull from the, the November allocation. And I said, that's fine. I don't need any more cans until November, on or around November 1st. Shortly before November 1st, I uh, kicked them the usual order email and was greeted with the response, we don't have any cans. Nobody has cans. So I, yeah. so what I can tell is that on or around October 13th, all the cans disappeared and we had to scramble to find cans. And we luckily found a, a source and I'm not telling <laughs> where, but we found cans, uh, but no lids. So we had to source those elsewhere. Um, it's crazy. But yeah, I, yeah. I, I was told, well, I, I suppose maybe around July there were you started hearing rumblings of this can shortage. Mm-hmm. Well, and I, you know, our yeah, if not even a little longer. This is kind of like yeah. remember the Austin Powers scene with the slow moving steamroller coming at the guy. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's screaming and he just doesn't move. It's kind of it's like that except you couldn't move even if you wanted to. Right, Everyone's yeah. seen this coming for a long time. And there's just nothing to do. There no. there were wait lists to get on back then, and I talked to our can supplier. You know, and bless their souls, they they didn't see it it coming either because their supplier assured them, "Hey, no, we're we're going to be good. We're going to be good." And then all of a sudden, they were not good. So our can supplier was shorted. You know, I think they were. This is Loggersmith, by the way. They were expecting to get 110 pallets in of uh, 16 ounce bright cans. Uh, this specific anecdote, anyway, and. They're supposed to get 110 pallets, and they only received like 88 or something like that. And 110 was what they needed to fulfill their own canning mm-hmm. purposes. Yeah. Where's the Where's the shortage coming from? Is it Is it the over demand? Is it uh, Is there an issue of supply line or two? Kind of two two different things. One, it's a bit of a trickle down from the tariffs that have been into effect for three years now. Mm-hmm. Um, that went into play. The big guys' production slowed down. They started eating up the market. So that's kind of been trickling down um so that's the, the long term everyone's seeing coming and then the others a bit of kind of the advent of seltzers eating up a good chunk of the market with some of the metal um oh okay not just salt not alcoholic seltzers but uh canned water different products like that mm-hmm. have really been shifting to cans in the last two years as well so a, a bit of both um but it's something everyone kind of saw coming and here's the here, reckoning here it is 
Um, I think, you know, and I think a lot of people are just trying to hold on to kind of see when January. So for the consumer out there, probably expect some pretty decent price jumps. And I think... Oh, there's going to be price jumps. Yeah. <laughs> everyone's really trying to hold on. No one wants to be the first to raise the price. Um, yeah. It, it was yeah. sitting at 11 to 13 cents a can. And now we're hearing numbers like 20. Oh, wow. Yeah. To it, 25. It, it, which wow. is, if it was truly twenty five cents a can, we'd probably you'd It'd be probably like two dollars and fifty cents per two, case. Yeah, it, and that's yeah, that's just to cover and costs. that's priced to re. Uh, well, for us, that'd be priced to distributor, but price price to retailer, then price to consumer. That's a whole different animal. Yeah, right. So, so it's not something that we necessarily deal with. So see, we're gonna see some beer price jumps. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. And we definitely our brewers have commented on the can integrity being a little bit like cuz they can go thinner yeah. on the cans. So when you seam something with a thinner integrity when you seam lid down to the can, <clears throat> you're seeing in integrity issues. That that's really been an issue since the tariffs and not to just keep ragging on the tariffs. No, but yeah. that's really been that's... an issue since then because everyone was trying to make ends meet, the mm-hmm. quality went down. Yep. So you know, well, I know that like at some point, I don't know, we were, there's a, a company called our dog is who we were getting them from. And then I think it went to ball or else vice versa. So, and frankly, I'm not sure where ours came from. I don't care. Uh, we got, we got some and we got the cans are sitting right in front of us. Um, that we got from our kind of newish, uh, source, <clears throat> you know, and then we're going to have to probably start look, looking into, buying a, an entire container or a truckload or something like that to help to try to keep the cost down. But oh, across the board, there's, there's going to be increases. Do you think there will be a shift back to glass for a bit or no? No. no. And apparently there's a shortage on that too. <laughs> oh, okay. But yeah. You, because you of the can shortage. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. You have, you have getting it, then so many breweries would have to pivot with their packaging right. material. And the technology mm-hmm. just hasn't kept up. It's been kind of an industry that, hasn't had to keep up since the demand's not there. So mm-hmm. yeah, I just like the idea of trying to get our facility suddenly to shift glass glass sounds ridiculous and like something that we're not going to do. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's the can shortage. Um, Cause what else can you add to 2020? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Just, you know, just a couple of kicks in right before the end of the year. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, can't sell taps anywhere. Oh yeah, you can't find cans either. But you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. But we we still have all this beer that you need to move somehow. Uh-huh. Yes, indeed. Well, that's fun. All right. I suppose we should probably get out of here. Well, I suppose we can do that, huh? All right. Well, folks, I really appreciate you guys tuning in this week. If you have any questions, comments, or what have you, send us an email at info at hopandbarrelbrewing.com. You can find Hop and Barrel on Facebook uh, at Hop and Barrel Brewing uh, and follow us on Instagram Instagram at Hop and Barrel. You can also send a message of feedback at blindninjastudios.com and find them on Facebook at facebook.com backslash blindninjastudios and follow on Twitter at blindninja. Blind underscore ninja. Uh, If you guys have any questions, comments, uh, things like that. I already said that part, but <laughs> let us know if you have any show ideas. Please tell us. Please tell us. Please send us email. <laughs> we need more email. Should I read it a third time? No. All right. Anyway, see you guys next time. 